0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs, and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
2: Let's find out together!
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moustak
3: Good morning and welcome back, dear listener, to the cultural program. This is actually the second week in a row that I record cultural because I was recording this program last week with Julia and Anne. We were talking about subcultures. Today is a different topic, different people in the studio, and uh, I think it's going to be interesting. But before, I would like to introduce the people. We have Serena. Hi, everybody. And then we have today two hosts. They come from the University of Debrecen, right? And this is their first program here they're going to record more programs they're going to be volunteers like us so for today they are new voices but soon you will be used to them and they are peter and anjali right
4: yeah yeah correct
3: Nice. Uh, Do you want to talk about you, what you're doing here, why did you decide to be part of this project? Yeah, let's
5: introduce yourself to our
3: listeners.
6: Okay, so I'll go first. I'm Anjali and I'm from Singapore. So I've been doing my master's in social work in Hungary for the past one year. I did bachelor's in social work also, so that's why I decided to do master's in the same field. So I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: Hi everyone, I'm Peter, I'm from Nigeria And um, I'm also a master's student in social work uh, Healthcare, uh, University of Debrison. Um But my first uh, degree was in political science uh, So I saw this chance to get a master's uh, degree so I did. I s- decided to come and do it so it's been fun so far one year as well so great nice
5: and now you are here with us what strange is life I mean oh uh, yeah. yeah
3: now you're part of the strange family of Musarhas. <laughs> yes so and congratulations
5: just a question from me uh, do you like radio
7: uh, pretty much I think because um, I think it's like a way to always listen to things and always hear podcast too always comes in there too as well so I think so I think I do it's uh, fun I think. to be here
6: Personally, it is fun mm-hmm. I think for me I love listening to radio About speaking on radio I think this is my first time So I'm a little nervous <laughs> can mm-hmm. imagine uh, It was the same for us
3: Yeah, it's we true. all passed through This <laughs> first step So
5: Yeah, the first time Is always like this But then you get used And mm-hmm. you have a lot of fun after oh, Yeah, uh, so. we
3: do And we're learning A lot of things every time Because, you know Recording programs yeah, And true. different topics So, yeah
5: it's a way also to um, know, to get l- larger knowledge. Yeah,
3: okay. Mm? Yeah. We yeah.
5: have different programs, as you know now. So this is culture, but we have also world politics and also got a um, point of view that um, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And you can really know other things. Even if you are a student and mm-hmm. uh, you already know a lot of stuff, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is always something else to know. Oh, yeah, uh, this course. is a way to, to know. For example, with the topic of today,
3: yeah that is gonna be really interesting because the topic of today on our cultural program is gonna be hidden secrets and curiosities in peace of heart so today we're gonna go deep into history into heart into also people because the pictures and the piece of art we're gonna see during this program are of course portrayed by authors that has different way to express themselves and a different vision of life and we're gonna see this and as well of course to make something living forever you have to you know put some like something different, Mm -hmm. some secrets that we're going to find out soon in the program.
5: I would say that it's interesting to start with the concept of art. What is art Mm -hmm. in general? What is art for us? maybe Mm -hmm. because in general in its broadest sense i would say it includes every human activities no, and expression as you said of the Mm -hmm. human being so you can understand the thought and the feelings of the artist in his paint yeah and they are different from different artists but what is art for us for Mm -hmm. example do you like observing arts because when we talk about arts (laughs) <laughs> obviously we can talk about every type yeah. of yeah. art not only painting yeah. but also sculpture architecture and films but for me when I think about art suddenly I think about figurative art uh-huh. I don't know why but I think about painting uh-huh. mm-hmm. I have this idea yeah. maybe for for you it's different
6: to me I agree that there are many different forms of art and um, like we all know art is a form of expression of one's feelings and thoughts and sometimes also um, we social messages in it to really tell people that okay you know this is what I'm thinking but I can't publicly say this because I might get I might offend someone Or, or it might not be exactly. right So mm-hmm. I'm doing it through my art So someone please find it out Find out what's happening here As of now I think modern In a modern age We do have the very different Diverse forms of art Like the ones in the museums That are really classified And recognised And you have the ones On the streets Even like graffiti And I think yeah. to me Graffiti is one form of art that, that I really appeal to And I understand that Okay this is like How youngsters communicate To the public and it's like a way of releasing their negative emotions. Mm. So it's a good form of practicing art and culture. Yeah, I
7: seem to agree as well. Because um, for me, I just think art is anything that's pretty much unique, you know. And um, I know growing up too, I had this idea that art was um, mostly into pictures and paintings. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a little story about the first uh, Christmas card I made. I thought that was art. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. personally, I, I think um, it can be anything. I think I, I like music a lot and I a lot of musicians talk about how they express themselves through their music i think that's art too as well and even in football too as well we talk about football as a way of people expressing their own art in some kind of way so Mm -hmm. it can be anything it can be anything but um it is important that mostly like with our generation and how we grew up um, famous art and famous paintings was like the idea i think maybe that's where everything started to come from that Okay, I can express myself through this, through this or through that. Because um, mm-hmm. we look at famous things that have come through the past and people decide to see meanings in them. And yeah. that was why, okay, people thought, okay, I can put a meaning into anything I do and call it art. So I think it is. I think, again, it's just to respect anything that someone does uh, with so much passion. I think if there's passion in it, it is art too as well. So
3: Nice. It's really interesting because, yeah, actually we were thinking about art, like pictures and classical art, but you just say some new pieces of art like graffiti or a community of people making art together and that's super interesting. But unfortunately it's already time for a little musical break so we're gonna go back deeper with this topic.
0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moostak FM.
3: Welcome back. I hope that you enjoyed our musical break. As you now know, today we have hosts in this program and we are talking about art. As I was saying before the musical break, it's really interesting to see how many forms the art can have because, you know, at first can come in your mind the classical art but then there are several expressions because at the end I believe that art is expression and something that we didn't mention is that anybody of us has a different perception of art. When you go into a museum or when you see everywhere art, you have a different perception and and this is for me the good work of an artist to make everybody feel the same thing because there are some pictures that make everybody agree, and that is really huge work for me because you know yeah, it's true. not easy to unite, think you know, the people around this thing.
5: Yes, but it's like universal language. Yeah, we can say the same for music, for example. Uh, no? yeah,
3: so yeah, exactly. So yeah talking about this I'm curious now to know which is your personal relationship with art and where did you started to approach with this because for example for me I approached with art uh, just in high school when I started to study art before that I didn't care that much but after when I was studying at high school I just fell in love with all these artists and colors and way of expression so for me art is that but what about you
5: for me I can say that my first Approach with art was in high school too. I start to be really fascinated by the ancient artists, I will say. So, uh, my favorite period, for example, are two Renaissance and Impressionism. Uh, they are really different, <laughs> but yeah. I really liked t- these two periods. Maybe above all, Renaissance, mm-hmm. but because of the whole concept of Renaissance and what is art for me I don't know because it's about feeling and it's a bit difficult to express what you can feel when you are observing a painting Uh, so for example I have some favorite artists like Botticelli for example but also I really like Caravaggio Mm -hmm. and I think that I like them also because of their lives Mm -hmm. Uh, you know all the artists are strange people No. Yeah. Also, the musicians are strange yeah. people. Uh, they always kind of always had this. I don't know. Interesting life, and you can recognize something from their works, uh-huh. and this is the interesting part. Yeah. And maybe we can talk about it now. I mean, we have this topic, interesting topic about secrets and curiosity around paintings, and in my opinion, they are linked also to their lives. But we will see. Yes. And what about you guys? your relationship with arts
6: as for me i think my concept of art kind of developed across as i grew up so when i was young i think doing art lessons i was very intrigued by oh how colors create different patterns or different like different colors can create different kind of images for example the very simple idea of how you mix black and white you get gray so i never knew that oh you could do something like that so as a kid i was fascinated by that and then, as I grew up, I realized that art takes on many different forms, and it's more it's more than just the paintings that we see. Like, um, mm. like you mentioned, Renaissance period. Like, I studied literature, English literature during uh, my uni days, and um, when we did literature, there were many references to the Renaissance period, and especially with regards to how people dressed, because their way of dressing is expression of art, and um, Like, um, if you wore a certain number of layers, it means you are a different hierarchy in the Renaissance period. Yeah, Yeah, so that was very interesting to me. Like, oh, okay, so different things really in a picture. Like, if you see a picture from the Renaissance period, you can easily tell if you understand Renaissance on... um, which people are of a higher hierarchy and which people are of the lower hierarchy so that was very interesting to me that okay this art actually tells me a story from exactly what, what I was understood. thinking the same yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so that's for me
7: for me it's a little bit of both because I'm African so um there's this idea that we sort of have a different style of art um, mm-hmm. coming from Africa like uh, we started to appreciate it more through our history um, when we when I went to history lessons we Talked about how, um, because of um, a lot of uh, oppression at the time for Africans, uh, people started to express this um, feeling of being against oppression through that. Mm-hmm. And um, over time, I started to learn more about this. That um, we started to put it more into our dressing, mm-hmm. how we dress. That's why you see a lot of more African clothes has a lot more like bright colors, I would mm-hmm. say. And uh, so people started to see more in their art, as in dressing, or um, so for us, we really did not have. Um, this idea of a lot of paintings although i, I would say that i do like egyptian um form of painting which is quite good but for us you had a lot more emphasis on sculptures on mm. mm-hmm. uh, having uh sculptures that express how we look to make sure that um because people had this idea about our art as being totally different or totally uh, not what the rest of the world knows so but in our art class we are taught how to appreciate our art too as yeah. well but I said I had a mixture of both because um, uh, I'm Catholic. So in Catholic Church, there's this whole concept of a lot of art in our religious books and all that Mm -hmm. too. So I had to appreciate a lot more like uh, famous paintings in the Vatican and all that too. So I had a little bit of both. I think it was good too because um, at the end of the day, I think it gave me this idea that art doesn't have to be one form. It can be anything across all cultures. So Mm -hmm. um, that's it for me.
5: Ah. Really interesting. Uh, Maybe we can use this uh, African topic for (laughs) (laughs) our next uh, cultural program because it would be really interesting, but we'll see in the future. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) thank (laughs) you.
3: But yeah, it's already time for music now, right? Oh, yes. The time flies when we have fun, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you in five minutes. Do you want to know about
0: customs, traditions, beliefs, and culture of different countries?
4: Have
1: you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Mustafa FM.
3: Secret and curiosity, but not only about art. We're back in the studio. I'm Carmelo. With me there are Serena and the two university students, Peter and Anjali. As Peter said before, art could also be related to uh, Christianity and Catholicism because the history is full of paintings of saints and, uh, you know, biblical facts. And probably I will say that one of the most famous in yes. this way is The Last Supper oh, and yeah. it's something that I guess that anybody has seen once in his life so anybody should know what we're talking about. I'm
5: sorry because I didn't see it in person so I mm, really would like to see yeah, in yeah, person yeah, yeah, but...
3: Yeah. <laughs> me too but we have time to recover.
5: I hope <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope so guys, yes.
3: And yeah but it's a really interesting topic and I guess that Peter would like to say something about
7: it. Yeah um, you know since we're just uh, discussing about this of air and um, I think there are a lot more Catholic or Christian paintings that have a lot more secrets and I think personally I think as we go on people will continue to discover new things about them I, I think that just puts like a never ending question mark on most of these paintings like what was the artist really trying to <laughs> say from this so with the Last Supper so, okay I'll just describe the painting a little bit so mm-hmm. the idea the Last Supper is um, so before Jesus Christ um, obviously was uh, crucified he had the Last Supper uh, obviously with his disciples and apostles so I uh, yeah. Um, it was like a feast Just a, a, a long table With a lot of people And he was in the middle From what we can see From this painting So yeah. The idea is that um, We can find a musical note From each of the apostles' hands mm-hmm. To the other side of the, the table So it, we all know Musical notes are like Four straight lines Either for the clef note Or something But yeah. um, uh, We're reading up on this too And we said There's actually a musician That actually found this out I can't remember Maybe Giovanni something uh, He's He's uh, Italian yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, he uh, discovered that uh, you could trace four musical notes, four musical uh, lines uh-huh. uh, from one end of the table to the other. Uh, so, uh, which is quite interesting because, um, like I said before, it leaves the question mark if, you know, this painting had some musical theme yeah. to it or uh, possibly something. But um, that's the idea about The Last Up too Two that uh, they can find four musical drawn lines from one end of the table to the other so it's uh, Uh quite interesting
5: this is really an observing job because yeah, Yeah. it's great yes I I read something about the story and someone say that come on it's it's too much. Uh-huh. Instead, they discovered that this music is really good music, yeah, I would say. Yeah. It's harmonious. Uh-huh. So it seems that it's true. But yeah. can be absolutely true because, uh, as we know, Leonardo was a genius. Yeah. Mm. So he knew to do everything. So maybe he also knew music, you know, how to create
3: this is for me the, the learning melody. part of the programs because i didn't know about yeah. the story and i'm learning something yeah. new and it's really curious actually
5: Yeah, are lesser, that's why culture is so important mm. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but as i said before uh-huh. yes could be true because yeah. of leonardo da vinci because he, he is really great so
6: yeah. yeah i think also adding on to what has been discussed the musical notes apparently i read it somewhere online that it should not be read in the usual way from Left to right But you're supposed to read it From right to left instead To get the exact music That was supposed to be Crafted out of that piece And also Like how we know of um, The painting is that The uh, bread represent the body And the uh, wine will be Jesus' blood Or something like that But um, in actuality the position of the bread also gives certain influence to the type of music that's being crafted in this piece that Peter mentioned because somebody came out and said that okay if you calculated the positioning of the bread on the table and where the hands of the apostles were placed that also gives more influence to the piece and it supported the idea that there might actually have been a whole music that is made out of this so yeah I think I believe in it too to a certain mm. extent
5: But I know that this position maybe is also because uh, Leonardo wrote in this way uh, from mm-hmm. right to left yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are also many curiosity about this details of Leonardo da Vinci because someone huh. says that he wrote like this because he wanted to hide his works yeah. but who knows uh-huh. only
3: him exactly <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and that's uh, the curious part you know the interpretation part of these things and of course this happens also because before to make a painting there is a huge work of preparing and of course, studying yeah. everything has to be in the right position but it's something that only the authors know so it's really curious and we can just give some interpretation but we will never know which yeah. is, was uh, the do real you know aim.
5: about the same painting mm-hmm. you know that there are other thoughts uh-huh. around mm-hmm. them yeah. I remember Dan Brown and uh-huh. others oh, yeah. who try to bring some meaning but they are really out of mind uh-huh. <laughs> my, my position but interesting uh-huh. and it's interesting that art old art is able to be so much interesting yeah. by now yeah until now so yeah. that's because they are so great. yeah, no? And about Leonardo da Vinci, there is another famous painting mm-hmm. which is full of meaning, Mona Lisa.-huh Yes. Yeah. Everyone knows about her. Yeah. She is oh, the yeah. most famous woman in the world,
3: probably. yes.
5: And there are a lot of thoughts around her, I would say this this painting because yeah. someone said, I remember someone say that she's not a real woman but Uh she's like Leonardo in a female shape and someone else say that she was famous at the time, someone say the opposite and I read something really interesting and that's another great observing work. It's about the smile, Mm -hmm. not the mysterious smile, I mean someone say that probably she didn't have feet. because someone could see something in her mouth. I don't know, but it's interesting. It could be yeah. it also true. But Leonardo I mean, it was really
3: full of details. So Details that we're going to find out soon in the next part of the cultural program.
0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday
5: from 10 to 12 on Moostar Welcome back to the studio, dear listener. We are talking about art. Huge topic today for our cultural and we hope that you are enjoying it <laughs> and that you are enjoying the other expression of art, of, I mean, music. But let's continue with this interesting topic. We are talking about curiosities and secrets around famous painting, And we were talking about Leonardo da Vinci, who is a great, I can say, the greatest man of art. Yeah. yeah. A really renaissance man you mm-hmm. can say because he, he was really great in everything I'm really fascinated by him and we were talking about The Last Supper and Mona Lisa but there are a lot of things to say about Leonardo da Vinci
3: oh is yeah is it true? and about Mona Lisa as well because I mean uh, I have to say that okay uh, as you probably know this portrait is now in France yeah it's currently at Museum of Louvre
5: yes for Italians it's something really mm-hmm
3: yeah and that's art already set. yeah that's already something a curiosity about this painting is that in the all the i i never been there as well i have a lot of art to recover actually but i hope i will have time to do but as i've been told from some people who were there in that room there is this painting surrounded by other paintings, beautiful paintings, but nobody takes care of the other because everybody's looking to Mona Lisa. And this is just how to say how it's famous, this portrait. That is also full of interpretation because I mean, as you said, first of all, there is this question about who is this woman? Because I mean, the most accredited thing is that she's Lisa Gerardini. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is actually the wife of the Giocondo. This is (sighs) the meaning of Gioconda (laughs) and uh, yeah so this is the most believed thing but there are also some theories that says that actually was the wife of Leonardo Mm. and some others yeah yeah, and some others that says that it's a woman that just doesn't exist is something like Mm. coming from the mind of him and another thing that you can see about this portrait is the smile because yeah, she has yeah. like this you know not really happy yeah. smile yeah. and he said as a legend that during Leonardo was painting this picture he was calling so many comedians uh-huh. and people in order to make these women smile yeah. and have a, a perfect smile yeah. but apparently didn't because yeah. she has like this yeah. melancholic one yeah.
5: But for me, if I can add my my impression, my opinion. I don't know, but I don't have this feeling that she is melancholic. I mean, she seems to be quiet, in yeah. peace. Yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly.
5: And maybe when you are in peace is better than we <laughs> when you are happy, you know what I mean? So yeah. happiness is like this, yeah. Like goes so on. Yeah. so um, I don't know, for me she's quiet. And if she really existed, she was really how to say lucky. Because Leonardo was able to make her immortal. I also want a Leonardo for me <laughs>
3: guys. <laughs> and yeah, another good thing about this portrait is that today is still kind of perfect. I mean even if it has like five hundred something years, but still is conserved in a really good shape. And uh, still
5: Italians are hungry for this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah,
5: no, no, no. yeah,
3: because actually this portrait arrived in France during the Napoleonic Wars. Yeah. And we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know
5: that we cannot remandicate anything because <laughs> because it was a gift.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: Italians are generous, so <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> was generous as well. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh,
4: yeah.
5: Now we are in peace with this fact, and mm-hmm. if we want to see our piece of art, we have to go to France, but it's okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have some beautiful piece of art also in Italy, Of course, so yes, okay. we have,
5: yeah. So the wife, maybe the wife of Leonardo.
3: As well, but yeah, it's l- one of the theories.
5: Mm, interesting. Really, this one was something that I didn't know completely. Something really new.
3: Uh-huh,
7: uh-huh. So, nice. you guys, yeah. you. I think uh, the weird one was um, uh, funny enough, I read somewhere that it said it is Leonardo himself, but this different way as a woman. Oh. I don't know what maybe some concept in there maybe because our community is trying to portray it in so many different ways but there's this idea too that it might be him but I think that one is too far from Uh it but um, (laughs) uh, also uh, with the smile I I read up on something that they said um, they showed this uh, Mona Lisa painting in black and white to like just to see if the Mona Lisa is happy or sad what what Mm. we were saying before and it showed in black and white to like I think 12 people and uh, with a little bit of effect and like consistently showing these pictures to these people. And um, at the end of the day, they show them the real Mona Lisa and these people's judgment was that um, she's happy. So yeah. so I guess maybe it is the concept of uh, studying the painting and looking at it for a pretty long time, I guess. That's uh-huh. what it determines too, I guess.
5: And maybe you put also your feelings yeah. in her smile,
7: yeah. Yeah. if you yeah. know yeah. what I mean.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for example, for me, she's not melancholy, but she's quiet. Maybe for someone else, yeah, she's sad. Uh So it's something referring to your way to see the painting in Uh this case. Yeah,
3: that's the interpretation part of the art, of course.
6: Yeah, like I read somewhere where um, it said that the smile of Mona Lisa was actually um, his way of an ideal woman, how a woman should be and should carry herself, Mm -hmm. where she should not be too over the board and she should not be too sad either. Like just finding the right balance, as with all of his other paintings where you see it's pretty calm doesn't bring much of a pop effect it's more of like you need to really look at it sit down take your time and understand the whole painting and I think even the idea of people or tourists going to visit the painting and and this idea of like okay this painting brings a lot of calmness but it's entirely juxtaposed with the idea that people are rushing to see this painting
3: so yeah we can I guess close this parenthesis with (laughs) Leonardo with the fourth part of our program because now it's time for music and for a new artist. Do you want to know
0: about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out
3: together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moustak FM.
3: Welcome back in the studios. This is the cultural program about art and history, I will say. We were talking about Leonardo, one of the probably most famous Italian painter. And now we're gonna move to another Italian, I will say famous as well, right? Of course, <laughs> because
5: we want to talk about Michelangelo. Michelangelo is a famous contemporary of Da Vinci. I will say that one of the most famous masterpiece of Michelangelo is the wall painting cover this. Sistine Chapel. This huge masterpiece is divided into 9 segments and each of them tells a different story from the book of Genesis. Okay. Already at this point we can say that it's really a huge work and I remember that maybe he became blind after this work. Yeah, because okay. he yes, because he used to paint like in bed, you know, uh, and all the paint collapsed uh-huh, in the uh-huh. eyes. But come back to the painting. Yep. What's the, the hidden message? In this case, we don't have secrets of a hidden message, but through this painting, if we observe the painting, we can understand that Michelangelo was really passionate about human body. In general, he was so meticulous in painting human body. So you can recognize exactly the shape of all the muscles. And everything referring to the body, maybe because, as students say, he was used to cat's death yeah. body, yeah. okay, and he studied yeah. human body, maybe for his work. And we can recognize some of uh, body shapes in these famous segments. For example, if we take a careful look at the segment called "Separation of Light from Darkness," we see that the neck. And the shine of god resembles the image of a human brain wow it's not something that you can see as soon you have to observe and you uh-huh. can recognize the brain shape yeah. but maybe she was really passionate about brain because we have another segment the most famous one in which we can recognize a brain and i'm talking about the creation of adam you know the god and adam yeah, they are touching. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I will try to explain this scene. So God, carried by 12 figures, stretch his hand and nearly touch the hand of Adam, transmitting to him the spark of life. So this is the image. Okay. Okay. At first, we think that the wall composition is merely an allegory of the relationship between man and God. But some experts analyzed the painting and noticed that God and the twelve figures are pictured against a swirling clock, which closely resembles the structure of the human brain. You know, God is accompanied by 12 figures in this cloudy shape. But if you put attention, you can uh, recognize the shape of a brain. So it seems that Michelangelo wanted to put some of his knowledge about human body in his painting. But the curiosity is he decided to put this knowledge inside of um, so religious painting. Yeah, yeah. And we also know that in that time, yeah. there was obviously a fight, I can say, between church and science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The church didn't accept science. Of course. So someone say that he put this knowledge and this shape right for be against church to demonstrate his point of Uh you so it was for science it was not against i I don't want to say against church but for sure it was really a renaissance man because he he was a sculptor a painter but also it was interesting to science so a really renaissance man and of course like leonardo for example he was as i said before not against but maybe more for the science part of the time So interesting that he put something so clever Mm -hmm. in a painter like this.
3: And it's always coming back the topic of the Christianity because, I mean, Michelangelo was painting a lot uh, about this topic, so it's a comeback, I would say.
5: Yes, but art and religious are really close. Yep. I would say. But it's obvious that someone can use art to express their opinion. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for me, Michelangelo did something like this. For example, another who put his knowledge in really famous painting is Botticelli. A famous painting is Springtime, yeah. I can say. I don't know if it, it yeah, yeah, exists in springtime, English. Yeah. It's a um, mythological painting because it represents many characters from mythological world. Yeah. But students who study studied a lot this painting, could recognize a lot, a lot of different types of flowers because he was really passionate about botanics. Uh Mm -hmm. And the fact is, this painting is one of my favorites and I have a little… Copy? Yes. Okay. In my my room, in my my home. (laughs) But I didn't recognize this detail. Uh-huh, yeah. And now that I read this little secret, yeah. uh-huh. I can recognize that there are really a lot of flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's springtime, so it can be obvious, but botanics say that really there are a lot of different types. They can recognize 500 uh, yeah. individual plants that can be classified as over 200 different species. It's a lot. So yes he was really passionate by botanics. Wow. So you can recognize the other passions uh-huh. inside the painting of this artist because at soon you say okay he was really great but uh-huh. then you observe the, the painting and you can recognize he was not only a painter he yeah. was someone full of other yeah. interest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting to me.
3: Yeah, and it's, I mean, these passions and other things, it's something that we can find out in the next part of the program.
5: Yeah, enjoy the musical break.
3: Do you want to know
0: about customs, traditions, beliefs, and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moustak
5: And here we are, dear listeners, so welcome back to the studio and to our cultural program about art. So today, as you heard before, we are talking about curiosities around art, because as always I say, at least for me, what is art without curiosities? And now, after talking about Leonardo and Michelangelo and also Botticelli, so after Renaissance period, we fly to Spain. Yes. And we talk about Spanish
3: artists. Uh-huh.
5: Please, Carmelo, tell us something about it.
3: Oh yeah, thank you, Serena. Yeah, it's true because I mean, after Italy, I been in contact with this portrait during my study of the Spanish language because I was also studying the culture and the art and the history of Spain. And I yeah meet with this, I will say beautiful painting of Velazquez. Is yeah, it's not renaissance anymore because it's a portrait of 1656 and it is full of interpretations and full of curiosities i will say i don't know probably it's not that much known about our listeners this is called las meninas but if you want of course this is uh, an occasion to look for it you can google it and look what i'm talking about it's really interesting because it's a huge really huge portrait is like 3 meters 18 high and large 2 meters 76.
5: Huge work. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> just imagine that it's in Museo del Parado in Madrid and there is just a room, only a room for this portrait.
5: I can imagine.
3: Yeah. Wow. Because it's really huge yeah. and people used to stand there for even hours to look at this portrait and look all the little things hidden in this portrait and basically is the representation is the first self-portrait of Velázquez in a real way and the curiosity about this portrait is like all the characters of the portrait are looking at you because it's like for example uh Velázquez paint himself with this huge Mm. picture looking I mean outside like it's making a portrait of you. But the truth is that if you go deeper into this portrait, you can see that there's in an angle of the room, a glass where uh, you can see the shapes of the king, Philip IV and his oh, wow. wife, Marianne. It means that the perception, when you see the portrait at first, is that they're looking at you. But the truth is that they're looking to the king and the queen that oh. they're having the portrait in that uh. moment yeah and oh, this, wow. is really this is beautiful. really
5: beautiful a curiosity I would say yeah. yes this is yeah
3: and um, for example in the same moment it's also uh, recognizable all, all the people present in the portrait some of them already noticed that the king of the queen are arrived some of them not for example there is this young lady still calling to uh, the other one that is Infanta Margarita that is the daughter of the queen king and the queen so the princess and uh, close to her there is herbalia uh, and she didn't sew them already so it's like the scene is taken in the right moment when they arrived and there is also this mm, beautiful use of light and dark because the room is almost dark and you can see just little pieces and the two portraits behind all the characters are actually two portraits from velasquez as well so it's like an easter egg at the end. And uh, yeah, it's really full of interpretation. All the characters in this portrait are characters that are as real existed. So historical characters.
5: Oh, they are real.
3: Yeah, they are real. Uh, this is the royal family, basically. Uh, the The little girl, the Infanta Margarita, is the princess. Mm-hmm. Then there is the valia of Infanta Margarita, and Yeah, also the other characters as the nun and the priest. And yeah, so it's just amazing because when you see this huge portrait and at the beginning you have a perception, but then if you keep watching at it and go deeper, you find out there is more and it's really amazing for me.
5: Uh, Personally, for example, I like these mirrors Inside the yep. painting, yeah. because mm-hmm. they make larger yeah. the image, and they can give you this image of reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So with people inside the mirror, it's something yeah. that is really something really suggestive to oh. me.
3: <laughs> that actually, the one of the mirror is one of the re- interpretation because there is also a theory that that is not a mirror but is a portrait. So actually, it's like mm. I mean the most. Famous explanation of this is that it's a mirror. But there is also people that says that it's not a mirror. It's just another portrait. And so they are actually looking at what is going on outside of the painter. But I think that is something that we will never know as we did before. So it will be a
5: secret forever. Uh,
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, according to the uh, Spanish art, I have also a famous portrait from Pablo Picasso. Uh-huh. Uh, is Guernica but another is great
5: man Yeah. oh yeah,
3: oh, yeah. Uh, but this is really recent so I guess that we can talk about Guernica later in the program before we have some musical break and then we will go on with the history and in a chronological way I guess so see you later
5: yes enjoy this musical break and see you later listeners stay tuned
0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs, and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
2: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moostak
4: FM.
3: Welcome back, dear listeners, in the studio. As we said, we fly from one country to another, we talk about Italy, we started to talk about Spain and now I would like to continue this topic with another really famous and great, another genius of the art, that is Salvador Dali.
6: Yeah, so I think for me why I really like Salvador Dali's paintings is that um, across the paintings there is really an idea of You need to see the coherence between the paintings. So if we see this one particular painting on persistence of memory, Mm -hmm. you can see that there are actually clocks across all of the painting and it's not placed in a way where we would normally see how clocks are placed. Mm -hmm. So it's really placed in a way where it it feels as if the the time is falling off somewhere or time is really lying on somewhere. So Mm -hmm. it's the idea of the liquidity of time or or the concept of um, how time passes really quickly and it passes before you even know it. So Mm -hmm. through his painting, I think he's a very realistic painter that he really brought out the idea of how um, very simple idea of how time Is something that's not within our hands Like Mm -hmm. if you see If you just focus on one of the clocks um, Half of it will be on a flat ground And the other half will be on a liquidified ground Or you can see as if it's falling off So the idea of the falling off effect Really creates this concept of how We really need to treasure and appreciate time Because we never know when we are in control And when we're not in control anymore Uh Of time Yeah so that's really To me I cross Dali's paintings I can see this idea Of time being in it Because I always see The reference to a clock Somewhere in his painting So to me That was very interesting Of how he brought out This concept
3: Yeah it's really interesting And yeah As I said Dali was really particular In his paintings And his way Of expressing himself
7: So uh, there's this other painting He's famous in the Netherlands He's uh, from Netherlands As uh, Jan van Haik It's yeah. called The uh, Man in the Mirror painting So uh, the idea About this painting Was that uh, he was supposed To painting a monarch uh, queen but he just couldn't resist the idea of putting himself into the painting so there was a mirror mm-hmm. uh, Beside the painting The painting is called The Man in the Mirror painting So apparently this artist Put himself in this painting By painting himself In the mirror So But oh. well, it's not too obvious But if you take a close look At the painting You can see He is in the painting too as well So uh, he's famous For other paintings But it seems like This one was a uh, Because we know artists To be let's say Rebellious sometimes In their paintings So I guess uh, From his idea They talked about The idea that he was Probably against the system Or uh-huh. probably yeah. at the time So he put his himself in the painting sort of to revolt I guess. So there's this whole idea about this painting. So for me I Mm. think it's quite unique because um, if you look at the painting closely you cannot spot him in the mirror at all. But the idea there is that he's in the mirror too. So the man in the mirror painting for me it's uh, quite interesting.
3: Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Even for the idea that is behind this, yeah, this idea of being against, yeah, the normal, against the community. And it's yeah. really interesting, of course, as well, all the Northern art from, yeah, Van Huyck, but yeah. also Van Gogh, but yeah. also Munch it's full of history beautiful paintings and also colorful because for example one of the main aim of Edvard Munch but also Van Gogh was creating this beautiful landscape with colors landscapes by night with stars and really good interpretation so that is something that I really like as well about history of art
5: But for example, I know that Van Gogh, that is, as you said, is famous for this colorful painting. Also, but this colorful painting comes from his illness. You know, Mm -hmm. he took medicine for epilepsy, and maybe, as someone said, these medicines gave him this problem. And he saw so the, the color more colorful. So yeah. as we said before, artists are particularly strange. Astray. Yeah. Astray. So oh, yeah. this is uh, important details because it's yeah. not only his way to paint uh, and to communicate mm-hmm. something through the color, but it's something referring to his intimate part because we yeah. are talking about illness. So yeah. really intimate yeah. part. So,
7: Also, I saw this other idea of uh, Van Gogh's painting as um, the other Last Supper. We know the painting of uh, the Starry Knight was a painting on the street a side cafe but there's this idea that it was his own uh, depiction of the new idea of the last supper so like a, let's say modern version of a da mm-hmm. Vinci painting I think yeah so he painted uh, this whole idea because uh, they said uh, his father was very religious and as well and the minister I think or something and, uh, and this image also features exactly 12 people yeah. uh-huh. sitting at the cafe they surround yeah uh, they are surrounding long hair figure who just happened to be standing in front cross like a shape on the window so basically uh, there's an idea that this painting is sort of his own version of how if he was to paint the Last Supper he would Painted in his own way. Nearby cafe, people uh-huh. saying twelve people. So hmm, that's, interesting. that's interesting. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. is this
5: thought around this? It's not his yeah. interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't yeah. know yeah. if yeah. it is exactly. his yeah. interpretation. It's others' interpretation yeah. about yeah. the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, but I heard this story while I was mm. doing some research for this program, and yeah, it's a really interesting one actually. Maybe
5: it could be true because he also was religious, uh-huh. not mm-hmm. only his father, his yeah. family yeah. in general. So maybe it could be. Yeah,
3: mm. and then if you pay real attention to the portrait is yeah it's possible to see something like that so
5: but Van Gogh was really great yeah and you know there is now this movie about him yeah I don't remember when And now there is a movie really interesting it seems really interesting because I didn't see yet but I want to see because uh, Van Gogh is really particular image I Uh I would say uh it's really particular man
3: so yeah we moved from the hot land of Spain up to the north with, you know, Danish and Holland. But yeah, now it's already time for music and probably we're going to travel again, I will say. So yeah, let's find it out in the next part of the cultural program.
0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
2: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Mustafn.
3: Welcome back, dear listeners. As I was saying before the music, we traveled a bit around the world and now we go back to, I will not say Mother country, but somehow the country who has adopted us. Yeah. We're talking about Hungary, and actually, I have to say that I'm really curious about this Hungarian painter because it's interesting, and we're gonna talk about this picture of Siva Dark Koska.
5: Yes, dear listeners, sorry for our pronunciation, because also for me it's difficult. But actually, you, Carmelo, are good in Hungarian with our lesson. Now you are improving. For me, it's impossible, guys. For me, it's really impossible. And I'm sorry, but really, I don't want to offend the language. (laughs) Yes, he was uh, one of the first Hungarian painters to be known and appreciated, for example, by Picasso in Europe. So he's really famous, I would say. Yeah, there is this famous painting, which is the fisherman and a secret is hidden in this portrait. Mm -hmm. So we can see this old fisherman, but there is something strange. If you put a mirror in the middle of the painting, you can see two different versions of this painting. You can say two faces. So the character turns into two portraits. A person who prays and the Devil. Okay. I suggest you to search for this painting and I suggest you, the listener, to do as well because it's important to see because it's difficult to explain (laughs) without an image in front of you. So if you can search and watch to this portrait, you can say really two different versions. It's a bit... uh, I'm afraid about this (laughs) kind of... First of all, I think you have to be really, really good in painting. Yeah. To do something like this, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because then, when you see the two version, you can come back to the real painting. You can recognize that this face is not well balanced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can see a side which is is more
6: higher. Higher. Yeah,
5: yeah. And the other side is darker. Yeah, and
7: the shoulders are not yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: But you can recognize it. After, yeah. that you know. Yeah. Because at the beginning, you cannot recognize. Yeah. And now it's possible to think, okay, I just put a mirror in the middle and I want to say, oh, I'm curious to know why they thought yeah. to put a mirror. Yeah. Because, come on, how is possible to think that there is something strange when you watch it the first time? But then, uh-huh. you discover that there are really two characters. Yeah. And maybe I'm this is the representation, hidden representation of good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. really
3: interesting. And looking at this portrait now I can understand why Picasso liked him because Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah it's for example. And example. Th- and now I'm curious about Hungarian painters. Yeah. Because maybe they are full of secrets. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys that there is no secrets in Nirachasa, but <laughs> ah, maybe yeah. there is something <laughs> yeah. in Hungary in general. We are we are obvious, we are joking, they are listening. But really this um painting it, it's really curious to me yeah. And I want to know something more about these painters I'm sorry for the name Because I, I don't want to repeat and to offend the language So,
6: yeah, yeah. I think I was reading up online on, on this painting and this painter And um, some people even came out and said that He had a very um, unique personality And some even claimed that he had schizophrenia Which um, ah. is a very good indication of why this painting was done the way it was done Perfect Yeah So to really explain His state of mind That you know That people Can't think straight <laughs> Yeah So he has like Different ways of thinking At the same point of time So it's quite a perfect Representation of um Of his way of thinking Or oh. his approach Towards life so I think that's a good way of inter- interpreting it too.
5: Curious guy. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <to me>, yeah. <laughs> Would be interesting to know him in person. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But I will say it before, and we repeat for all the program: artists are strange. Yeah. And above all, kind always. Their works came out from this illness yeah. and yeah. mental illness. Yeah. Pain and art are linked. Yeah. I don't want to make this conclusion, this
3: bad <laughs> no, conclusion, no,
5: sad conclusion, but it's It's also true. a
3: way to create art. Yeah.
5: yeah. And as we said before, not only painting, but other I kind of art. About, yeah. yeah. Also, music is created by pain, kind of always. So, yeah. You have to have something inside you to express. Yeah. Yeah. And by the painting, by the arts, everybody can see maybe not everybody because for example I cannot recognize that he was schizophrenic but now it's clear (laughs) and now I want to put a mirror in in the middle of everything (laughs) I want to (laughs) discover other sides of everything and you know mirror returns (laughs) (laughs) really really important figures
3: it's really interesting as you said returns because I know that something else is returning a Spanish painter that is Pablo Picasso as I promised before I'm gonna talk in the next part of Guernica that is another of the portraits I've been in contact with during my studies. And so yeah, it's gonna be probably our last painter before our resume and the last part, but I don't want to spoiler too much. So see you later.
0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview? Let's find out together. Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on FM.
6: Welcome back everybody. So I think today we have covered quite a huge ground on different painters from across Europe, mostly. And now we would like to continue more on um, a very famous Spanish painter that we kind of missed out just now, which was um, Pablo Picasso. And with specific focus on Guernica, which is a painting that was done by him in 1937. Yeah, so I think one interesting thing to me about this particular painting is that um the first look towards this painting is um it's very messy if I would say and very filled with things and people and and deaf and white and black and a lot of images comes to my mind and if you take a closer look I think the meaning the idea behind this painting was also with regards to the war that took place during that period and about how this painting is a symbol of not wanting to have a war or, or the idea of how the war creates a lot of tragedies and, and this is the effect of it which is a mess, chaos and anger and sadness and black and white and just this very, um, very, very sad So that's what the painting of Guernica by Pablo Picasso means to me So I'm very curious to know if there are other meanings to this painting
3: Yeah Actually you were completely right Uh because that was the main aim behind this picture and I would like to start with the history. For example, I can start saying that the reason why this picture is black and white is because Picasso took the inspiration to portray this picture from a photo on the journal. Basically the history is that the Spanish government commissioned to him a picture who represented Spain during the World Exposition in Paris in 1937. In that period, Picasso was living in France because Spain was under dictator so he just decided to run out because the dictator was too much for him but he had commissioned this portrait and uh, he was sitting just in a bench looking at the journal and he saw this picture of Guernica that is a little town in Spain where the German Nazis just decided to let fall some bombs as a trial of what they could do so there was no real need to destroy that city it's just that they had to try their airplanes their bombs so they just decided to yeah uh,
5: We uh, uh, they tried yeah. this bomb
3: yeah, yeah just to show how strong they were and they did it during the day of the market so this is the picture we saw in the journal and this picture uh, represents the war, as you said, yeah. uh, represents how bad the war can be. There are some representation of Spain, and for example, the bull, the horse. So basically, is uh, a portrait that has to be seen from the right up to the left. Yeah. And for example, this mother who has this little baby dead on her arm, just to represent the dash. During the war, all this mess. So this is basically the representation of the right moment when the bomb fall. So it was completely mess. Everything is mixed. Yeah. For example, as you can see, all the people are uh, in this like surprise position. Yeah. And also the color used. And for example, the lamp, if you see in the upper part, yeah. the lamp represents the bomb. And so the light uh-huh. was there Bernese, before. Yeah. Yes. And there there is yeah, this mother with the children crying and all these huge mass people and animals mixed yeah, inside yeah. them. There is also uh, in the shape of the horse, like this little, it's not that much Percival, but it's part of the newspaper it was reading in that moment. And there is also these women with arms on the air, like yelling for help. Yeah and yeah, yeah so this is a real portrait of how the world can be bad and how can life can be destroyed yeah. from
5: this yes, this is representation of pain yeah mm-hmm. basically because really basically
3: yeah And so, yeah, it became really famous. And this picture is uh, in the other famous museum of Madrid, because before we were talking about Las Meninas, that uh, is in uh, El Prado. This one is in Museo Nacional Centro de Arte Reina Sofía in Madrid. And, um, yeah, so became really famous and ambitious and at the same time and he decided to put this in the World Exposition in 1937. And the reason why we should look at this picture from the right to the left is because he started this uh, during the exposition because the room, you enter from the right and then uh-huh. you could see the the picture in that way.
5: I have a question about this. Yeah painting do you think that at that time the others recognized this meaning i don't not think all so. of them mm.
3: in fact this picture was also full of critics because it was not exactly what spain was you expecting. know because no, they yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. because they commissioned a picture who represented spain yeah. and it just Into that, so yeah, it was like full of critics, and but then during the years and nowadays is recognized as yeah Mm -hmm. denounce of war. Mm -hmm. So at
7: the end, probably it reached this target. So I think it's like protest art, right? Like he, he tries to portray a message like this is what is wrong. I think maybe now in our world we recognize that um, someone coming out to say, oh, this was wrong, Uh, testing out bombs and human lives wasn't the best idea. Maybe at the time uh, Mm -hmm. there was this criticism for it, so... I think now you same thing with all the paintings we appreciate it a lot more now because yeah. um, we take a deeper meaning into it. Yeah. I think it's better too because now we try to understand it from the artist's perspective yeah. too. That mm-hmm. okay, what yeah, was he trying to say? So I think I think that's the best part now.
5: And also part. maybe because now people are not afraid to talk about this. At yeah. yeah. yes. that time yeah. after the war, uh, I know that no, nobody want, wanted to talk about the war yeah. because it was something really painful, something yeah. that everyone wanted to forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we don't have this fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah On the true. contrary, we want to talk about this yeah. topic. Yeah
3: and we will have time to do that in the last part of this program uh, where we're going to give some of our ideas about art, the way of the nuns, and using art for other targets in the next part of the cultural program. So, see you after the music. Do you want to know
0: about customs, tradition, beliefs, and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out
3: together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moostak FM.
3: Welcome back. We are in the last part of the cultural program. We made today a long trip around history, around painters, countries, ideas, so many things that represent art at the end. So what was the art for us? What was the art for other people, for the artists, for who is watching art from the outside so it was a really interesting i would say and cultural trip i learned something as i do every time i record a cultural program so now i got more knowledge and yeah i would like to know what are your opinions about this program in general today?
5: I'm enthusiastic, because as you said, yes, for me it's the same. I get more knowledge. There are a lot of things that I didn't know before, yeah. uh, as example about Leonardo and also about Guernica. And yes, I'm now I feel that I am more... Well prepared for Mm -hmm. art, and since art is something that I really like, I'm really grateful for this um, cultural program. And talking about curiosity and secrets around painting and art in general, I think it's really interesting, because it's something that really can push your imagination Mm -hmm. and, and of course, enrich your knowledge. So great for me, really interesting. Nice.
7: And what about you guys? For me, I think um, it just like begs the question: like, um, what else is out there in paintings? You know, uh, these are like things that uh, we already know about uh, painting so far—about art, about what secret was inside uh, most of this, what secret was the mm-hmm. artist trying to put out. But it seems like every time we still find out more things uh so i think for me personally i'm just wondering what else is there what else can we find in most of these famous mm-hmm. paintings every day we keep to keep uh, uh new things about them so i i i think i will like say to the rest of the world that let's try and find more things maybe like from uh the hungarian painting, maybe put mirrors to other paintings too and see what else we can find maybe there are yeah. some secret. and I, I think again too is like the artists themselves like uh now we're looking at it from the point of the artist not from the painting alone but what message were they trying to put out? What message were they trying to send to us? To, yeah. like, with the last painting we just did with the Guernica, it was, we're more open to it now. And I think um, the same thing for our generation. Like We have this one we talked about earlier on in the program about graffiti. And maybe later on in life, we'll start to appreciate graffiti more than we are now. So there's um, <laughs> still a lot more. I think just being more appreciative of art is the main thing nice
6: yeah and i think i stick with the same point that peter mentioned that um appreciation of art is very important because for me i'm a very very bad artist i can't really paint i can't draw i can't do any of those things Mm -hmm. but i think i'm better at appreciating the art because when i really stare at a piece of art or or read up or research on something then i can really spend a lot of time just understanding okay what was the point of this painting what what it really meant And I think I will stand with that position of appreciating the art instead of trying to draw something that I can't. So um, with regards to today's session, I think I really enjoyed learning more about other artists that I was not familiar of before this. And I think we should all do the same where we should take some time to really understand what the messages behind certain art pieces are. Yeah, so that was the takeaway for me today.
3: Yeah, because at the end was like, Uh, a big effort for the artist to try to express something and try to let their art living forever. So, yeah, it's really interesting to understand what was in their mind during that period.
5: And the curious part of this way to observe mm, Mm -hmm. the the painting and try to understand the meaning is, uh, for example, we saw with Leonardo and we know that Leonardo is one of the most observed uh, men in the art, in history of art. And everyone, by the time, try to really bring huge meanings, I will say. Uh, sometimes really out of mind, like, you know, aliens in yeah. his painting yeah. and something like this, yeah. a strange code, uh, like dates uh, and something like this. But it's interesting because, yeah. Peter said, mm-hmm. um, it's about what the artists want to show. Uh-huh. So, and I say that beginning, it's interesting to know why he wanted to show these feelings or these thoughts and they um, sometimes they put also political ideas so you can understand really a lot of things about the their history about their life their thoughts and also about mysteries but i think that at the end many of them will stay a mister yeah. you know yeah. so of course we cannot discover everything yeah. mm-hmm. so the mister w- that's with them yeah mm-hmm. yeah so,
3: yeah. so. Ah, that's part of the interesting thing of yeah. art, i will say yeah so yeah i will like to close this program inviting all the listeners to yeah find out more about art visiting museums and trying to yeah for real not study but yeah at least trying to understand more and to look because from history we can always learn from art we can always discover new things and open our mind so it's a really beautiful thing i had not yet the possibility to see that much museums but uh, i'm still young so i I hope that i will have (laughs) the time to do that for sure
5: (laughs)
4: we
3: all
5: we all have time so yeah
3: so yeah that's that's my aim my invitation for you and for the listeners and thank you guys for uh, being part of this program i had a lot of fun thank you
4: me too thank you for having us yeah thank you for having us
3: and uh, for sure we will
5: see again in other (laughs) programs not only cultural
3: others yeah so yeah so goodbye and have a nice day
5: yeah goodbye.
3: goodbye
6: goodbye
5: goodbye
3: Do you want to
0: know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find
2: out together!
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moustak FM!